With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Tuesday, October 25th, 2016, and welcome to episode 237 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is, of course, the infamous WWS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you. <clears throat> and, of course, tonight we'll be bring you, as, as we always do here on uh, Revolution, of course, our... Uh, <clears throat> Our wrestling news and views here, of course, brought to us this evening. Uh, of course, our premier WCWS, WCWS news tag team, known simply as King Ice, and I will bring him up here, up here uh, forward for everyone to see and see and hear. Of course, first off, I have the main man himself, 2014 WCWS Hall of Famer. He's also the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WCWS. He is, of course, King in WOGTS. Gerard T. Smith, and of course his partner is of course the infamous Iceman himself, Gerard D. Geralmo, of course part of Raw Radio and all of our other shows in the radio network, plus he is also a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, and of course bringing us the rest of the history and birthdays here tonight is of course the first 2016 Hall of Famer, and also part of Raw Radio, the human suplex machine. John Gross. Uh, first off, gentlemen, welcome to episode 237. I will be a dynamite and a dynamite and explosive revolution. Hell has come six days early, and believe me, we're ready to go. Indeed, indeed. 
And, of course, here tonight, in addition to the rest of the news and views statement, and, of course, our history and birthday statement, we'll be bringing you, of course, the results of, of last night's Monday Night Raw show. Of course, the Raw, before the infamous Hell and Cell pay-per-view this Sunday, <clears throat> giving our thoughts and opinions about uh, every match. Uh, of course, lead, leading into uh, this big extravaganza just one day before Halloween, which is, seems pretty appropriate to me. But they do it right before Halloween. It's giant. And, of course, a lot of general wrestling talk. And, of course, who knows, a few little uh, few little wrestling extras, as we like to call it here on the show. Uh, we'll try to get that on the play here this evening. But, of course, we need to know if you like to, if you want to come on and you know join in the party. And only one man can tell you how to do that. And I'm going to send that off to, of course, the main man himself, King of WWRT Smith, to tell you how, we, how you can get on here and join this party. Yes, if you want to join the party, you have to get some ice, some beer, some glasses, and feed them all to me, and then I'll give you the number. <laughs> You're joking. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one, and you can talk to any of us right now. Super, super. Thank you very much, GTS. And, of course, what a great segue to go ahead and dive right on into the rest of the news and news segment. With, of course, our own King Ice, bringing you all the news that's fit to print. And I'll get to that detail here shortly. And, of course, to lead us off here to this evening is, of course, the main man himself, King and W.O. GTS, Gerard T. Smith. GTS, let's see what's going on in the rest of the news world today. Yes, let's do that. Jericho has a new shirt out. We just made the list. The list of Jericho is now at WWE Shop Shop Zone. Uh, Ray White has a new shirt out. It looks like Connor and Victor will be doing the new Tales from the Ascension vignettes over the next few weeks. First, the title, The Rabbit. Apparently, there may be Trying to do something with that team after all. And let's see what else we got. Holy crap. Triple H and Stephanie are celebrating their 13 years today. That's pretty amazing. Stephanie said, Happy anniversary to the man of my dreams, Triple H. 13 years, three children later, you still make me blush every time you walk into the room. Aww. Might be interesting. Diamond Dallas Page's daughter, Brittany, reveals that she's starting a women's 
wrestling promotion to go against TNA. Oh. <laughs> um, hold on. More. Um. Oh my God. Uh? Starting a woman's re- wrestling promotion to go against TNA, along with Hawk Hogan's daughter Brooke Hogan and Lady uh-huh. Von Eric. Roddy oh, Piper's daughter. Oh wait, it gets better. Roddy Piper's daughter Ariel Toms and Bianca Brunette Van Dam, the daughter of. Jean Claude Van Dam. She also mentions Christy Hemming being involved, apparently as an authority role. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh wow. Lord, how much That might be uh, good or it might be a failure. Paige says that she has surprises lined up and very excited about the project. The TMZ Sports Center asked if her dad would be involved, and she gives a mix. Reaction saying no. At first, yes, because the fans want to see the first generation versus the second generation. Wow, that might be interesting. Hmm. As noted, The Undertaker, Michelle McCool, and the Ultimate Warriors family were at the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland to be guests to greet the NBA championship Cleveland Cavaliers as they prepared to face the Unitar Knicks to get their rings tonight. Taker presented Kevin Lowe, Kevin Love sorry, with a custom WWE title belt replica and also cut a promo for the team. Well, that's pretty good. All right, I take JD in. Raw ratings did a 2.0 this week, however, after doing a 2.2 last week, however. They had 2.8 million viewers compared to 3.13 last week. Also, as reported, as we've said the last few weeks, however, when we would find out the Goldberg-Lesnar-Taker match would take place, it has been confirmed to us now it will take place next month at the Air Canada Center at the Survivor Series in Toronto on November 20th. Ah, excuse me. Meanwhile, the latest unsealed documents in Billy Corgan's lawsuit against TNA and company executive shows that he is seeking Dixie Carter's majority shares in exchange due to a breach of contract. According to a report by Mike Johnson of PWInsider.com, however, Corgan also believes he should have the ability to replace current management numbers, members with the people of his choosing. The two sides are scheduled to meet at a court hearing tomorrow in Nashville, Tennessee. Corgan is arguing that the company is on the brink of financial collapse under Carter and current management, and he claims that creditors such as RO Lux and Anthem can foreclose on them at any time. Despite the fact that he provided the funding for several TV tapings, he also claims that he was left in the dark regarding the company's talks with Anthem Sports and Entertainment, as well as discussions with WWE regarding the TNA video library. Carter and CFO Dean Broadhead are denying that conversations with WWE regarding that the library, video library, actually did take place. 
Uh, let's see what else is going on. We did hear some other news, however, so bear with me here. I saw something, however. Okay, here we go. Uh, apparently, however, mind you, however, WWE is still debating on the Hell in a Cell main event, according to reports, however. According to WWE, they're still debating which match will be the actual match at main event in Hell in a Cell. The site reports that there is a contingent within the company that wants Charlotte versus Sasha to be the main event, but that some higher-ups in the company are opposed to the idea. The belief in the company is that the match has to be the first or last, and there's a disc of fans going home after the match if it takes place in the middle of the show due to Sasha being from Boston. It is believed that if they put the match on first, people only because they would miss the entire rest of the show. Mick Foley initially referred to Banks versus Charlotte as the main event in a Facebook post last week, but quickly clarified to say the decision was still up in the air. Vince McMahon then referred to the pay-per-view as having three main events on Twitter this past weekend. At this past, at this point, should I say, there is no final decision yet regarding which match will actually go on last, though, this Sunday. And finally, I think we have one more piece of news here, so bear with me here. Here, I just saw something here. Okay, here we go. Uh, Kevin Owens recently made some comments and said, I would love to defend the title against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <clears throat> Believe it or not. He spoke with Sky Sports recently, and here are the highlights. On the Universal title being more important than the WWE title, Owens said, I feel that the Universal title is more important than the WWE World title on SmackDown. Just look at the caliber of the guys flying for the belt the way it was introduced with Finn Balor. Rusev, Cesaro, myself, Roman Reigns, Jericho, Sami Zayn, and Sheamus in contention. On wanting to face Brock at WrestleMania, however, at Mania, he went on to say, Brock Lesnar. Uh, hold on a second. I just saw a second of what he said. Here we go. I would love to defend the title against him. A lot of people write off anyone who steps in the ring with Brock, and not too many people give me favorable odds. But I think I would surprise a lot of people by not getting annihilated. What's important for me, though, is to walk in the Mania's champion and leave the same way, because that would be a rare feat. And as far as any other news goes, uh, not much to report except the World Series is tonight. In the last we saw, the Cubs were up 2 nothing in the third inning. And at this point, we will keep you up to date on the World Series throughout the evening. Thank you very much there, <clears throat> uh, Gerard and JT. Of course, uh, <clears throat> the King Ice, your premier, WWUS News Tag Team, to bring you all the news that's fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. But our own King W.O. always comes up with the best play. Take some cement and some duct tape, and it'll work. <laughs> Works every time. Yes, sir. Okay, dope. And uh, now we have, let's see, Human Suppress Machine John Gross has got our arrest on history of birthday. Up and going for October 16th. Let's see what we have on tap. Uh, 24 years ago today, in 1992, WCW presented Halloween Havoc from the Philadelphia Civic Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with 160,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The main event, I do remember this was a great match, the main event featured Sting and Jake the Snake Roberts in a coal miner's glove match. The stipulation was determined by a spin of the wheel. Oh, yes, indeed. 18 years ago today, I put it, I believe, 1998. Yes, okay. Uh, WCW presented Halloween Havoc from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas 
with a lot of homes watching on pay-per-view. As some estimates have as many as 500,000 homes. The show is noted for a three-and-a-half-hour runtime, which created major problems for many cable providers. One pay-per-view provider in particular, Viewer's Choice, caught a lot of heat as many outlets cut the feed before the show ended. Some could not accommodate WCW with the extra half hour. Others would not. Still, others weren't even told of the longer length at all. Were the feed cut out for some, depending on the cable outlet, with some cutting at 10.50 p.m. or 10.55 p.m. Eastern, while some, uh, some others cut at 11.05 p.m. Eastern. In the end, WCW was, was forced to air the WCW World Title match that many did not get to see the did not get to see the following night on Nitro. It got a record 7.78 million viewers, the most for any wrestling match on cable ever at the time. In addition, cable providers and WCW had to issue partial or full refunds for the event that was worth in total about two million dollars. Holy cow! The Nitro featuring the Goldberg Page replay was the last time WCW's Monday Night Show beat Raw is War head-to-head in the ratings. And also in the show, there was another match between Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, of course, the rematch from WrestleMania 6. It was voted by Observer readers as the worst match of 1998. Huh. I was kind of surprised about that. Hogan and Warrior at Halloween over. Uh, 17 years ago today, they was put it at 1999, I do believe, in Providence, Rhode Island. Ivory defeated the fabulous Moolah to win the WWF Women's Title, and also after seven months of, and also after seven months of going their own ways, the Generation X reunited once again when X-Pac and Triple H interfered in the Rock and Stone Cold's match with the New Age Outlaws. On the same night in Phoenix, in, on Nitro. The Filthy Animals defeated Harlan Heat to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. And, of course, John said, if this sounds familiar, then it probably is. It's the second straight Monday the Animals defeated Harlan Heat for the belts. It's the fourth tag team title change in eight days. The titles were vacated at Halloween Havoc the previous night and the seventh since August the 1st. On the same show, Bret Hart defeated Goldberg to win the WCW US title. And also of note, Macho Man Randy Savage made his second to last appearance in a WCW ring. His last would come about seven months later in a battle royal. And of course, as Gerard did mention in the news here a few minutes ago, 12 years ago today, we put it at 2004, Stephanie and Triple H got married. Yes, indeed. Uh, 11 years ago here today, put it at 2005. At a SmackDown taping in San Francisco, MNM won the WWE Tag Team titles in a four-team match. And in the same day, however, however, at an Impact taping at Universal Orlando, Jeff Jarrett defeated Rhino to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. The win just came two days came just two days after Rhino won three straight matches and the NWA title at Bound for Glory. Seven years ago today, by the way, I put it in 2009, I do believe, 
Uh, WWE bragging rights was presented from the Mellon Arena in your neck of the woods, J.D., Pittsburgh. I was at that uh, show. Oh, the bragging rights? Yes. Okay. 13,562 and J.D. were in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, man. We're in attendance with 181,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, up from 153,000 buys for Cyber Sunday the, fall, the year before, 2008. The hook of the show, besides a one-hour Ironman match, was an elimination tag team match featuring Raw versus SmackDown. Also on that same night, after losing to The Undertaker in a fatal four-way match for the World Heavyweight title, which involved Rey Mysterio and CM Punk, Batista turned his back on Mysterio. Also, Team SmackDown came up with a huge win by defeating Team Raw, with Chris Jericho teaming with Kane, Finley, R-Truth, Matt Hardy, and the Hart Dynasty, defeating King, the Team Raw, which had DX, Big Show, Cody Rhodes, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, and Mark Henry. Also, John Cena defeated Randy Orton 6-5 in an anything-goes 60-minute Ironman match to win the WWE title. Had Cena lost, Cena would have, would have been forced to leave Raw. Okay. Six years ago today, put it in 2010, of course, on Raw from Green Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm sorry, Mr. Kennedy impression. Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel defeated John Cena and David Otunga to win the WWE Tag Team titles. David Otunga was ordered by Wade Barrett to lay down for Slater and Gabriel. One year ago, to put it, of course, 2015, WWE presented Hell in a Cell from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. A big title change took place at the start of the show as Alberto Del Rio made his WWE return as he was banished by Zeb Coulter. I remember that. To defeat John Cena to win the WWE title. This was Del Rio's first match with WWE since August 2014 when he was fired following a confrontation with an employee who had made a racist joke. Yeah, I remember that, too. Also in the main event here, Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. After the match, the Wyatt family appeared to attack The Undertaker and carry him out of the arena. And and we have one birthday here to report here. I think this is a Japanese wrestler. Happy 59th birthday to... I'm going to do my best to pronounce this. Atsushi... That's how you pronounce it. I think it's also, too, you might want to ask John, I think it's also Perry Saturn and Two Cold Scorpio's birthday today, too. John, can you confirm that? Saturn and Two two Cold Scorpio? I can't say that. And while he does that, I will have mentioned that the the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, did stop by for a brief moment. Say hello, but she is already there for the evening, so we thank her for coming on and listening in here to us tonight. It may not have said it on that page where he read it off of either, so mm-hmm. so that might have been a possibility, but uh, and while we get confirmation on that, uh, and 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 uh, JD John says that you are correct. Uh, Two Cold Scorpio and Perry Saturn do have birthdays today here as well. 
So we'll get we'll get confirmation on ages for both of them uh, on, on them here in just a few minutes. But um, but John's also wishing them a happy birthday too as well. So uh, John, thank you very much for providing us with the wrestling history and birthdays here for tonight. And of course, King Ice, thank you very much, dear gentlemen, for the wrestling news and views of the segment. <clears throat> oh, Two Cold Scorpio, by the way, is fifty-one. Oh, damn. Okay. I I'm dying to find out how old Saturn is. So. And while John pops that up, I'll go ahead and turn things back over to King W.O., who will give us the infamous PL. <laughs> Yes, I'm here. Okay. There he is. What were we talking about? I just need the infamous plug for me. One, seven, two, four, 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 seventy-four, forty-four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound, press one. You can talk to any of us. Right now. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, GTS. Uh, John did also give us confirmation. Perry Saturn is fifty. Hmm. A year younger than Scorpio. Hmm. Okay. Okay, double. Thank you very much, sir, for making confirmation there, John and JD, on on those two birthdays as well. Uh, let's not waste any time or get to our next big part of the show here, ladies and gentlemen, which will be, of course, the results of last night's Monday Night Raw uh, broadcast. Uh, and I did get some, uh, I did get some, uh, a few little bits and pieces about it from from, <clears throat> from, uh, from one of our own here, the Black Widow herself, earlier today. Uh, just to read a brief, brief little thing, and then I will turn uh, Gerard, JD, and John loose on the review, on the, their own personal opinions about about the show here, about last night's Raw. Let's see what we have right here. Uh, of course, the few little things, like I said, Seth Rollins stole the list of Jericho. Okay. Uh, Enzo Amore defeated Carl Anderson. Cesaro and Sheamus defeated the New Day. I would have to assume this was a non title match. I think. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Okay, thank you. Bailey and Dana Brooke brawled after an arm wrestling match. Uh, Bo Dallas defeated Curtis Axel. The Golden Truth defeated the Shining Stars. <laughs> Raw Women's Champion Sasha Banks and Charlotte signed their Hell in a Cell contract. Uh, Cruiserweight Action, Rich Swan defeated Brian Kendrick. And also, Braun Strowman refused to wrestle Sami Zayn. Wow. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman responded to, what, responded to uh, Goldberg from last week. And also, Seth Rollins defeated both KO and Chris Jericho. Uh, pretty interesting card there, guys. Uh, saw a little bit of this on YouTube earlier today, but let's get everybody's... Uh, uh, let's go and get everybody's take on this. First off, GTS, your thoughts, sir, about last night's Raw broadcast, please. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty good. I didn't like Carl Anderson losing uh, again, but uh, I don't know what they're doing with the tag team. 
Jericho looking for the list and asking different guys for the list was pretty funny. Um, the, uh, the tag team match, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. They're going to turn Seamus face or turn Zaro heel to make the team work, I think. But uh, <laughs> we'll see what they do at the pay-per-view. And the the thing between uh, Charlotte and the boss, Mick Foley got really emotional and he got really uh, very... Uh, he was shooting from the hip. He was saying, like, you guys better know what you're doing because this could be your worst nightmare. And he says he limps and he doesn't walk right because of it. And he was just screaming and saying, but they did sign it and everything. And I like when Charlotte said, see you in Boston. And the boss goes, yeah, see you in hell. Um, and the triple threat was uh, pretty good. And uh, the Brock Heyman thing I, could, I thought could have went a little better. Uh, it went pretty good, but... I don't know, Paul wasn't on his best, I didn't think, and uh, they didn't let Brock talk at all. I know Brock's not the best talker, but they could have let him say something. And then the fans were shouting Goldberg, and then they started shouting Goldberg sucks, and then Paul and Brock left. So, uh, But overall, it wasn't a bad Raw. Yeah. Thank you very much there, uh, GTS there. Uh, great review there, as always. Uh, JD, I'm the man. Let's hear what you got to say here about last night's Raw, please. Well, the beginning was good, of course. You had to have Jericho whine about his stupid little list, however, and everyone is, I mean, saying, oh, I'm not going to be in the triple threat, however. I'm not going to be in this match tonight, however, until I get my list back. Wah, 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 cry me a river already. I mean, we don't care about your stupid list, Jericho. We know everyone's on your list, Howard, that you've either pissed off or they pissed you off, Howard. So we don't give two craps about your list, however. But basically, however, it was pretty funny when Rollins came out with the list behind his back, however. And then I threw a sparkle crotch joke in there for Jericho. And, of course, you heard a couple of the fans start chanting that. But uh, that was uh, a good way to kick off the show. Then, of course, you had the first match of the night, which was... um, I can't remember what the first match was. Oh, yeah. I remember what it was. It was Enzo and Cass versus the club. Um, they are just continuing to screw the club over. I don't know what they're thinking of by doing this more and more. It was pretty funny to see Enzo uh, talk and then have his mic cut out. And then uh, the fans uh, help him out, however, by doing the whole shtick with him. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I did not like this finish, however, mind you. As far as what went down, I mean, granted, I mean, I like all four, but I think they just continue to screw the club at every turn. How and they have been screwing the club quite a bit. How it just it does not make any sense at all. Then of course you had to have uh, Cesaro and Sheamus take on the New Day. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus to pull off an upset was a surprise to me. However, that leads me to wonder how does this indeed mean that the New Day possibly could be losing their titles this Sunday, however, and that they will not eclipse Demolition's record, because there's been talk that they want to probably get to close to breaking that record. I mean, here they are, 50 days away, however, and the question is, will they be able to break it before the year's out? 
I don't know. I mean, if Cesaro and Sheamus win, and Jordan and I talked about this tonight on uh, Revisited, however, uh, then it's just a slap in the face to the club, and it's just a slap to everyone. Because, I mean, the club have had so many chances to go after those belts, and they've been screwed over time and time again. And you got now two guys who are just not seeing eye-to-eye on a lot of things involving Cesaro and Sheamus, however. And it just does not make any sense for them to take away the belts away from uh, them. And if they do, it's only going to be a short-term reign, I think, at best. Um, One of the things, obviously, I didn't like last night, again, I always stress this point, however, I hate Dana Brooke with a passion. I really, really hate her. She's a stuck-up, arrogant, China-esque blonde bitch. She continues to put Bailey in her place, apparently. And once again, she showed last night because she's so tough and full of muscles. However, she's like the China of the WWE. No. Dana Brooke, you are a stuck-up, snooty-ass, snot-nosed bitch is what you are. And Bailey should have kicked you right in your mouth last night. But no, you decide to take advantage and have an arm wrestling match with her and try to injure her again because you're so tough because you think you're all you think you have the muscles in the WWE and you're the strongest team in the division. You're not. You're only strong because you had to be basically kissing Charlotte's ass for the longest time and have Charlotte as your little protege lackey. And speaking of Charlotte and Sasha, I will say what Gerard said earlier. That segment was one of the better segments of the night. I mean, Mick hit home on both of them, however. As far as stressing what Hell in a Cell can do to you, I thought it was one of the better contracts. I mean, for the first time, even Gerard and I said this earlier tonight, this is the first time I think we've seen no fights break out, no chairs, no fists, nothing. It was just a straight-up serious contract signing. And uh, it reminded me when they were finished with the comments they made, Sort of like the movie Tombstone. I mean, in this case, Sasha's Wyatt Earp. And in this case, you think Sa- uh, Charlotte's Johnny Ringo. But I did like the ending whenever Charlotte said, however, I'll see you on Sunday in Boston. But I think Sasha delivered the best quote of them all is that is, I'll see you in hell. Because I think it is going to be one hellacious battle with these two come on Sunday when they uh, get it going with each other. Um, the other things uh, that I had mixed emotions about, um, the Bo Dallas Curtis Axel thing, I'm getting tired already of seeing those two. I am tired of seeing Believe in Bo. I mean, Bo seems to have more of the edge against him. I think they screwed Axel over in his hometown. I think they could have been, been nice to give Axel at least one win in his hometown, but no, they figure they're going to continue to give Bo Dallas all this push, which is just crap. And speaking of crap, I am sick to death of the R-Truth, Mark Henry, Shining Stars thing. I really am enticing. I am really getting fed up with it. Um, I will admit, though, it was funny when Jericho was in the back trying to confront all of them about his list. Titus, the Shining Stars, and then Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal gave him something to remember by, however. But uh, as far as the R-Truth, Mark Henry thing goes, however, I cannot stand R-Truth. I hate his rapping. It's a joke. Goldust is being wasted, I feel, in this whole thing. Mark Henry should be doing something else than joining up with these two jabronis. I mean, not to say that Goldust is a jabroni. I mean, he has had a good career, most of a good career, but now they're wasting him by having him team up with R-Truth and doing this whole Golden Truth rap thing. And the song just annoys me every time I hear it, every time I see it on TV. It makes me want to puke. 
But speaking of puke, that makes me even want to puke even more when I see the stupid Shining Stars, Primo, Epico, and Titus. I mean, once again, it's always, come to the Shining Star Hotel, the Shining Stars, the Caribbean. Really? Here's an idea, Primo and Epico. Get a new gimmick, get a better theme, or get the hell out of the company. You're it's a waste of time. And as far as the waste of time goes, they are wasting my time with Titus O'Neil because I thought after the whole Darren Young thing they could have done something better with him. But no, they continue to waste Titus, however, by doing this whole Titus brand thing. Yeah, that's going to get over with the fans. <laughs> anyway, um, from there, we go to Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman. Um, Sami better know what the hell he's getting into because right now you just pissed off an angry, angry giant in Braun Strowman. Uh, that really wasn't a match. It didn't last very long, and I shudder to think they're going to probably add that, have that added on Sunday or Neville and Dallas again. I, I hope to God we don't see any of these three these three things I've mentioned on any extra bonus matches this Sunday because I don't think we need them. But you never know; they'll probably will add another match or two. Um, as far as the triple threat goes, it was good. I was surprised about how it ended, especially when Rollins pinned both of them. That was pretty cool to see. But then Owens decides to take it upon himself, however, to powerbombing Seth, however, because he was a little whiny little bitch because he lost afterwards, however, to uh, Seth Rollins, however, and say, it's all about me, it's all about me. Well, guess what, Owens? I have a feeling come Sunday it's not going to be all about you unless you have your little boyfriend, Chris Jericho, and Triple H save your ass and save your neck by staying as the Universal Champion, because I think Seth has got a plan up his sleeve. At least I hope he has a plan up his sleeve, but you never know. Um, as far as the Brock Hame thing goes down, this is my biggest rant of the night by far. And if Michelle was here, she would agree with me too. They cut that segment way too short, and they should have ended it, like I said earlier, before we began tonight, at the end of the night, however. They should have done what they did last week with Goldberg. Put it at the end of the night, and then move the triple threat up, however, mind you, to the semi-main event. The other thing that was pretty good, though, too, was the cruiserweight thing involving Rich Swan and Brian Kendrick. However, I do think, however, that Kendrick has got to win on Sunday, because if they don't make him win Sunday against TJP, then what was the point of bringing him back in the, back to the WWE? But, like I said, the whole Brock Heyman thing was way too short, they should have let Brock at least say something. I thought it would have been appropriate. But instead, the fans absolutely shit on the segment. I think they not only embarrassed and pissed off Brock and Paul Heyman, but they absolutely did a bad job of embarrassing themselves in Brock's hometown. I mean, they were looking forward to seeing Brock do something big here, or at least answer the challenge. They totally shit on this segment. And they should be totally embarrassed for what they did last night. It was an absolute mess, and hopefully they'll be able to fix that next week. But again, I think they ought to be ashamed of what they did last night. I mean, they should have saved this for the end and not before the main event, if you ask me. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., for providing us with your your review of uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, Just to let everyone know, uh, while we were talking, like I said, we did have the last kicker, Emily Rickenbach, pop on here for a short time, but she had to leave. But we do have we did have somebody else pop on here while we were listening to JD. As kind of a return of sorts here, uh, uh, it is <clears throat> of course uh, 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 JD's fellow Pennsylvanian will say. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, if you do know who I'm talking about, the JD is, of course, the main uh, big diesel himself. Gregory Kramer is on the chat box here with us tonight. Uh, popping in here and saying hello to everyone. Uh, Gregory, welcome. Of course, you got myself, you got the GTS, you got JD, you got John on the chat box as well. So, welcome and listen in on everything that we have to talk about here tonight. Uh, and uh, and like I said, anything you want to mention, please feel free to bring it up, and then we'll we'll throw it out there to everybody. Uh, <clears throat> and let's see what John has to say about Monday Night Raw. He says, of course, we kick it off with Jericho saying that the list is gone. Where's the list? And then Kale and Stephanie are talking that they didn't have the list. And then who has the list? None other than Seth Rollins. Seth effing Rollins. <laughs> uh, he said that the match between Enzo and Carl Anderson was okay, but with Enzo getting the victory, was also kind of okay. Uh, he did mention to you, JD, he, he, he believes that you are obsessed with the sparkle crotch. <laughs> okay. And, of course, John says backstage, Chris Jericho finds, tries to find the list again. Rollins says that it's in his locker room with, with Rollins playing out live to him. And then the Rusev, Rusev Reigns promos kind of put John to sleep, he said. Oh, okay. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro versus the New Day was pretty good, and he was surprised that Sheamus and Cesaro winning against the New Day. And then Jericho was, was still continuing to try to find the list. Primo, Epico, Titus O'Neil, and Jinder Mahal all tried to calm Jericho down. Even Primo and Epico, they tried to give Jericho a Caribbean pass. And then Jinder Mahal was his inner peace thing. Jericho shut him up in a hurry. <laughs> okay. Uh, the arm wrestling match between Bailey and Dana Brooke was, he, as, in John's words, so boring. It was. It was bad. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, now, I noticed uh, before I go any further, well, John, I noticed that Bailey was wearing the same tape that Cesaro wore on his shoulder. Um, is this supposed to be something that's supposed to help help get through a match, help get through uh, something? Uh, it's Velcro, it's, I think, isn't it? I thought it was Velcro or something, I think. It looks like tape. It looks like tape. Mm-hmm. But Cesaro had the same stuff on, but his was black, so Bailey's was obviously pink. But, uh, I think uh, the only reason why she wore pink, however, it's I think at least till the end of the month. Maybe it's just my thoughts. I mean, because of the breast cancer awareness thing, maybe that's why. Well, everybody's wearing those cancer T-shirts. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's why. Why she probably went with the pink tape last night to probably support that. That's my guess. I'm thinking. Right, but I think this is they're putting it on their shoulders. I know this is first of all. I know Cesaro was wearing it, and then. Uh, then, of course, like I said last night, those Bailey was wearing it too because that is she had tweaked her right her neck or her shoulder or something. That was probably from uh, last week what happened when Dana did that little thing with the neck, though, if you remember. Put right, yeah. But I think it's supposed to help. I think it's supposed to be helping the wrestlers get by a match or something, you know, even though it's just, since the injury apparently did not be that severe. That's probably what this stuff is for, is obviously, is to help. Is to help keep muscles going, I guess. I mean, that's what I'm guessing it is. But it's the same principle. I like. I love the science of it. That might be pretty helpful. Um, and Stephanie starts to argue with Jer- Jericho. Stephanie was then telling her about how busy she was running WWE, and then Jericho's like, "Oh yeah, well I can't wrestle unless I find the list." And Stephanie then told Jericho he would be suspended if he did not compete last night. And of course, John and John put up put up a point here. What if, 
what would have been the repercussions had Jericho been suspended? Should Jericho called Shane if he was suspended and maybe he could have gone to SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure Shane would probably be in the same runaround. I don't know. Uh, another boring match was one, like you mentioned, Gerard uh, uh, J.D. between Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. John said the one thing he did mention is that Axel cut a promo on his late father, Mr. Perfect. Um, hmm. Do you know what Curtis Axel said regarding his father? Did anyone catch what he said? What's that? It said that John said something about that Curtis Axel cut a promo on his late father. It's yeah, perfect. he talked. Yeah, he talked about his father and grandfather. However, is what he mentioned. However, and then he had a skull something shirt. However, and the fans were actually cheering. But like I said, they. I mean, they should have made him win in his home city. I mean, home state. I mean, it's just. I mean, they don't do that much often with superstars like that on TV shows, on the TV shows, or even in the house shows. But it would have been nice to see. It. Instead, they made Mr. Bo go away. Bo, Mr. I believe in Bo. Dallas win. I mean, I mean, you're kidding me. That was like they could have been a superstars match. And then Jericho finally found his list. Guess where it was all this time? It's right next to Braun Strowman. Jericho's luckily Braun did not eat that list, and then Jericho mentioned <laughs> yeah. Sami Zayn not being on the list. <clears throat> uh, then Jericho added Strowman finally to the list. And then John says you can't do that, Jericho. Cannot you cannot add Strowman to the list. How dare you add Strowman to the list? Do you realize what you did, Jericho? Then another effing boring match, this is John's words, between the Golden Truth and the Shining Stars with Mark Henry and Tyus O'Neill yep. in separate corners with the Golden Truth winning. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but then the Sasha Charlotte segment, John said, I love the passion. I love this promo. It was epic. I knew Foley was going to cut a promo on both Sasha and Charlotte. But John said, you have to understand, Foley's been in these type of matches. Every WWE superstar has been in these matches, and they will tell Sasha and Charlotte the danger that they, that they put the, themselves through. Look at all the men that went through hell and back. Of course, I said, and John mentioned, of course, guys like Triple H, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Mankind, John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and that's not the, and that's not the name of a few. Of course, there's been a, there's been a few more. But with the cold ending, with Charlotte telling Sasha that she would see her in Boston, and then Sasha saying she would see Charlotte in hell. Ooh. And John said uh, that gave him chills. Okay. Then, of course, we have the Emma vignette. John said he's sick of Emma, and he's sick of the dang. He's also sick of the dang vignettes as well. Okay. Uh, Kansas versus Swan in Cruiserweight competition. Good, a good match here. Finally, it wasn't boring like all the others, thank goodness. Uh, and John was surprised to see Swan get the win there. And also, uh, Braun and Sami Zayn. John says, yeah, I don't see this feud lasting for a while. Kendrick saying he needed Perkins' help. and said he needed this win to feed his family, and this might be his last shot. Let's see what else John has to say. And John said he would like to see Kendrick win it. He has to. Well, yeah. I think we're surprised, though, that he 
you know, this, you know, I'm I'm glad to see him back on the main roster, but I'm surprised that he, you know, has lasted this long as much as it as much as it has. And then, of course, Brock and Heyman talking about Goldberg with the crowd saying Goldberg and Suplex City, and then, of course, Goldberg sucks. And I think Mr. Man was upset about this because I read. Johnson, he read somewhere that he blew a gasket about this. Hmm. I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. And then finally, the triple threat match. Well, not really a triple threat match. It was more like a handicap match. Good win for Rollins, but love seeing Owen stand tall there at the end. Hmm. Yeah. So John said Boston better be ready for hell to come. <laughs> That's very and Johnson, yeah, yeah, that is. And Josh, that's all he's got right there. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for providing us with uh, reviews of uh, last night's Monday Night Raw show. Uh, Big Diesel Gregor Kramer did leave us. Uh, he just he just stopped by to say hello. So I had to see how everyone was doing, but he's already left for the night the night as well. Uh, let me see. Well, it's already passed, like I said, a 10, 10 o'clock hour here, Tuesday, Tuesday October 25th, 2016. Uh, well, I guess we can do a little a little something uh, a little something extra here. But before we do that, of course, we need to get that plug out of the way. And I found another man to get the job done. BTS, if you will, please, sir. GTS, GTS, some of the white curves, you know? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> plug us, The plug? The plug us, man. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the plug us, man. That sounds weird, but all right. Yeah. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is. One three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to any of us right now. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, there, uh, GTS. And uh, and uh, like I said, uh, well, with, with all pretty much our bases covered for right now. Uh, what about uh, what about that little something extra there, Gerard? You know what I mean. Uh, Let's let's say this. Uh, I think we always refer to it. Uh, I don't know, the old standby, maybe. A bottle of beer under my bed. You all found it, didn't you? No. Uh, <laughs> wicked wild fantasy matchups. Ooh, getting good all the time. Yes. And uh, Gerard, I did. I kind of did this with JD and John last week, but I'm gonna 
was about them to come back and do this again. I have a separate list of all the folks involved in the WWE 2K17 video game. And it's not like the list that I did last week, last Friday that I did for y'all, you and Michelle as well. But what I did was was that I kind of did a, I, I kind of did triple, did some triple threat matches. But what I did was you kind of had, um, it's kind of interesting. I kind of did like it was like three guys against one another, or two guys and a girl, or two girls and a guy against one another. You know. Kind of, kind of mixed it up a bit. I know it sounds kind of weird, but it seemed to be it seemed to work out okay. So, if you like, you can want to give that a whirl there, Bill. Uh, hold on one sec. Oh, okay. All right, we can hold off this minute. And also, while we wait for GTS, sir, I will mention one thing. That on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, uh, we are continuing to compile folks uh, that want to take part in the big tournament to crown a new WCW, first ever WCW US Universal Champion. And so far, we've got like half the people we need, and we need to get a few more in there. So, uh, like I said, we're going to we're going to going to kind of mix things up here a little bit with who we have. So with who we have and who will pop up here soon. And it's going to be, a, it's going to be some, some dynamite encounters here. You know, so, be, so have uh, your wrestling knowledge, you know, kind of uh, <clears throat> on hand goes, you know, it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to need every single bit of it that you've got to, to, to you know, to go against, you know, a whole, a whole bunch of other, like I said, wrestling, wrestling fans here. Who, like I said, are also gunning for the same thing. So, and like I said, we got some of the best here. In the, we got some of the best here in the business. So, you know, <clears throat> chime in today if you want to have an opportunity to go after our newest piece of gold here in WWUS, which of course, like I said, is the WWUS Universal Championship. And of course, you can sign up at, of course, on the page for WWUS Revolution Radio, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Revolution Radio. And also I have a poll going on right now about where was the best uh the best location uh <clears throat> for WrestleMania. Uh somebody put one on there that really doesn't really uh doesn't uh, really didn't be on there because they never had a WrestleMania at this particular location. Someone added one to my, to my poll, and they put uh, North Carolina, which, of course, obviously everyone knows there hasn't been a WrestleMania in North Carolina. Uh, but the poll so far that I've made here as of 
this weekend. I can't tell you that three people have believed that Chicago was, was has been the best location. Um, and I won't count North Carolina because it's not, like I say, it's not really an official WrestleMania spot. But hopefully at some point down the road it will be. But I will say Toronto was voted next with two votes. And then Philadelphia and New York have been tied with one apiece as that being the uh, as, as having the being the best WrestleMania location. So definitely, like I said, uh, <clears throat> um, chime in on chime in on that as well. Like I said, put a few more things that's on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. Uh, we'd love to hear what you have to. Well, we'd love to get your thoughts and opinions on all this as well. Uh, Gerard, are you back, sir? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, so everything is cool. We are. Is that okay of doing the, the matches that way? Uh, yeah, we can do it. Okay. Now they're going to be weird ones, Gerard. So, like I said, I mean, you might find some some kind of off the wall here. So, but uh, but of course, halftime we do get off the wall here <laughs> on occasion anyway. So. But, hey, we're all having a good time. So, Okie doke. And J.D. and John, you can chime in on this as well. Because y'all remember some of these that I did, too. But you might have a different opinion about them this, this go-around. So let's see what we have here. Let's see what we have here on the, on the uh, as Gerard says, on the docket. <laughs> I can't do it like Gerard. Gerard does it ten times better. Okie doke. <clears throat> The first triple threat match is Aiden English versus Cesaro versus Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Gerard, your thoughts, please. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Okay, and JD? Cesaro. Okay, John, what do you have to say? John says his arm as well. Okay. Next one. Next one up. AJ Styles versus Chad Gable versus Jimmy Uso. Your thoughts, Gerard? AJ Styles. Yes, sir. JD. AJ. John. John says AJ. All right. All right, here's one of the weird ones I was talking about. <laughs> this is going to be weird. Alberto Del Rio versus Charlotte versus John Cena. Gerard, your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It is. I'm going to do it with flair. I'm thinking Charlotte. Whoa! Okay. Let's see. JD, your take on this? No contest. Really? Yep. Oh my goodness, John, your thoughts here? Del Rio versus Charlotte versus Cena. John agrees with JD. Good lord. Okay. Well, if you think that was weird, you are. Listen to this one. Alexa Bliss. Versus Chris Jericho versus Kalisto. 
Y2J, baby. There you go. Does he have the list with him, Gerard? Always. Yes, sir. Thank you. JD. Sparkle Crotch. <laughs> I was going to stick for a while. Uh, John, your thoughts here? Alexa Bliss versus Jericho versus Kalisto. John says Y2J. Okay. And here's the here's the next weird. I'm gonna start calling these weird matches because I'll call it mixed triple threat. How do you, that, that that sounds good? Mixed triple yep. threat. There we go. Okay. The next mixed triple threat match is Alicia Fox versus Christian versus the Demon Kane. Gerard, your thoughts. Wait, Christian versus Demon Kane versus who? Alicia, Alicia Fox. Fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christian. Okay. JD? Yeah, the creepy little bastard has got to win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John, your thoughts here? John says the Demon Kane. Okay. And the next uh, mixed triple threat is like this. Alundra Blaze versus Curtis Axel versus Kevin Owens. To watch your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say two pop-up power bobs. Okay. Yes, sir. JD, your thoughts, please. KO. Okay. And John. John also says KO. All right, we go back to a regular triple threat here. Andre the Giant versus Devon Dudley versus Kofi Kingston. Gerard, your thoughts. Andre the Giant. No question. JD. Seven foot four, five hundred and thirty pounds of anger and fury, Andre the Giant. Okay. And uh John says uh, Andre. Okay. Let me ask y'all's opinion about, about Andre before we go to the next one. I gotta bring up something. I was watching I picked up a DVD copy of WrestleMania three. It was what what they referred to as the championship edition. Yeah. It was a two-disc set. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I, y'all yeah, I, I've heard of it. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's supposed to have, like, this one of the discs, the second disc in this set, has the full pay-per-view, but it's got these little pop-up windows that pop up during the sh- during the whole show. It talks about different little facts that took place before and after and during WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you guys' opinion about this. Hulk Hogan was quoted as saying, he talked about whenever it came to the Hogan Andre match. Yeah. Okay. And Hogan said that he didn't even know that that uh, that um, Andre was billed at around five hundred and I think it was five fifty or something. I'm not yeah, sure five thirty, five fifty. Yeah, something like that. Well, uh, Hogan was quoted as saying that he was actually he 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 actually weighed more than that in real life, like about seven or eight hundred pounds. Have you ever heard? Have you heard anything like this? About Andre, Gerard. Let me ask you this first. No, only I'd say way close to six, but I don't think he weighed seven hundred or eight. Right. All right. And this was Hogan saying this on this DVD. I was just saying. 
JD, what's I heard say? that Hogan and Andre drank a few beers before they had their match, though. <laughs> Wasn't oh. be surprised at all. <laughs> yeah, Andre drank. Like, oh yeah, he was. He, he was a big. Time. He was a big heavy drinker. I mean, whether he could get his hands on beer, scotch, whiskey, wine, didn't really, wine, yeah, tons of wine. Yep. Uh, I I could believe he weighed up to about six hundred, but uh, no, I, I, that would be crazy if he weighed seven hundred or eight hundred. He was just, I mean, I went to go back and watch it again. WrestleMania one the other day, however, and I remember he was four seventy five around that time. Well, I'll have to find the DVD and I'll have to try to play it. And I'm, I'm and I and I, I appreciate John's thoughts and opinions on that, but it, that found me kind of odd. Even they said. Of course, according to the pay per view, I think the scale only went up to like five five fifty or something. Yeah, that but sounds right. Is, mm-hmm. but I kept hearing it said about seven hundred to eight hundred pounds. I said, "There's no way one could live being weighing that much." Nope. There's no way. I mean, but that's Hogan. That, that, this is Hogan saying that. No, because uh, Haystacks Kloon weighed the most ever in, in wrestling. I yeah, six forty, six sixty. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, okay. Now, Yoko Zuna was not too far behind that. John, right? John said, I think, when he died, he was like 700 or 720, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Right. That's weird, though. Why oh. do they say Haystacks was the weighed the most ever if, if Yoko Zuna weighed more? That's weird. Mm. That is weird. That is that weird. Is. That is weird, okay. Well, thank you all for your opinions about that. I just thought that was, I wanted to bring up an interesting fact I heard on DVD I was watching the other day. I was just kind of curious. Okay. I do appreciate that. Uh, here comes another mixed triple threat here, guys. Apollo Crews versus Dana Brooke versus Connor of the Ascension. Gerard, you're taking. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Connor for MLD. There you go. Okay. JD. I'm taking Apollo Creed Cruz. Okay, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here? Apollo Cruz versus Dana Brooke versus Connor? John's going Apollo. Okay. <coughs> this ought to be this ought to be a good one. Uh, yeah, on the video game, two of these three guys in this next match were known as a being part of a tag team called the Enforcers. Um, but I'll but I'll uh, do the match here, and uh, I'll let you know. I'm sure I probably would know which two. Uh, GTS, uh, quick question before we do that match: Did you say something about MLD? I did. I picked Connor for MLD just a minute ago. But, Right. Uh, well, while you said that, that apparently a certain insect must have heard what you said because I see it coming in here. It says on one side, MLD is the greatest woman ever. On the other side, it says TBWBWA, the Black Widow bitch. With that. <laughs> yes, indeed. And of course, this is, of course, as you said, this is 
and and she reminded me about this the other night. So I'm either going to get this off my chest now, so way I won't get this. Uh, the, <laughs> the first the first lady of professional wrestling. I that's what she asked and she mentioned the other night. If I'm wrong, she can correct me later. Uh, of course, she's the first 2015 WWE Hall of Famer. Of course, the part part of uh, of course Attitude Duo for Attitude Radio. Uh, she's also one third of the Madness Kingdom for Wrestling Debate, and also of course host of TNA Main Event and WWUS Women's Revolution. I give it everyone the Black Widow herself, the lovely lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodge. Michelle, welcome to number two thirty seven of Revolution. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Uh, Gerard did, uh, uh, we're doing some fancy matchups once again concerning the, uh, WWE roster, and GTS picked someone in your honor, MLD. I thought that was really uh-huh. so, Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I uh, picked Connor for you. Oh. Out of a, uh, out of a triple, mixed triple threat, as I'm calling it, Michelle, between Apollo Crews, Dana Brooke, and Connor. So. Oh, yeah, Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John, I said 2K17. I didn't say 17. We don't know what I said. Okay. All right. We'll go ahead and go to this next one here we're getting ready to talk about. Two of our legends, of course, part of what I said on, on the game of the tag team called the Enforcers. Um, Arn Anderson versus Daniel Bryan versus Larry Zabisco. Gerard, your pick. Daniel Bryan versus Larry Sabisco? Versus Arn Anderson. Holy shit. Uh, double A, Arn Anderson. Okay, MLD. Um. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Okay, JD. Double A. Okay. And John also says D.B. D. Bryan. Or, was that, who, who said that? Booker T? D. Bryan? D. Bryan, yeah. D. Bryan. Okay. Michelle, can I ask you something? Yeah? What were your thoughts of last night's show? What, Raw? Yes. It was shit? Would you it was have terrible. To, yeah. Are we... Sure. Because we were right. weighing with our thoughts. And... The only thing that was good was Seth Rollins. You didn't like Brock that? Yep. So, yeah, I wasn't very happy with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say that the Sasha Charlotte uh, Mick Foley segment was good? Yeah, it was good. Um, I don't think either one of them really gave a damn or listened to what he had to say, but yeah, it was good. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's a simple way to put it right there about, about a good review, uh, uh, raw review right there. Thank you, MLD, for that as well. Uh, JD, your thoughts on... I already said... I already asked you, didn't I? And yeah. John said D. Brown as well. Okay, next match here... No, I said Arn Anderson. No, John said Daniel Bryan. Yeah, John I, said Daniel Bryan. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, you and GTS said double A and... MLD and John. Man with a spine buster. Yes. Uh, next up here, another mixed triple threat match, as I've called it. You have Asuka. Asuka 
versus Darren Young versus Lex Luger. Gerard <laughs> Who is the other guy? Asuka versus Darren Young versus Lex Luger. Holy cow. I'm going Asuka. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, Second MLD. time I picked a woman. There you go. Yes. Uh, MLD, your pick here. Uh, I agree because uh, I don't like Lex Luger. Right. And I don't know if anybody wants to make Darren Young great again. So, okay. No, um, I Okay. All right. JD? The Japanese female warrior, Asuka. And John says the same thing. Oh, boy. You know, we're, we're probably, probably not Darren Young and Lex Luger for a loop. Okay. Very good picture, guys. Here's another mixed triple threat. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Dash Wilder versus Lita. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How the hell am I supposed to pick this? That's like going in a foxhole with a bomb. But uh, hold on. Uh, Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Bam Bam. Okay, Michelle. Uh, I'm torn between two. Mm. Uh, I, Bam Bam. Okay, JD. Lita. Oh! <laughs> okay. Uh, no questions here. And John says Bam Bam. Oh, my goodness. JD's going with the female competitor here again. My goodness. Uh, another um, triple threat here. All three guys right here. Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper. Jay, uh, Gerard, your thoughts, please. Luke Harper. MLD. Who was it again? Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and Luke Harper. Dean Ambrose. Okay, JD. Dean. You don't even have to ask John, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think John chose? Let's ask everybody, who do you think John chose, Gerard? Who do you think John chose? Michelle, who do you think? Dean. Dean. JD. He all right, he did pick Dean. Hey, I can't get by this crew here. No, sir. No, sir. Okay, next mixed triple threat here. This is going to be a this is going to be a wipeout right here. Oh my goodness! I'll give it a try anyway. Bailey versus DDP versus Mark Henry. You're hard. You're pink. <laughs> you gotta feel the bang, DDP. DDP. Okay, MLD. DDP. Okay, JD. Bailey, come on, Michelle, and face your inner hug. What? Oh, <laughs> JD, I'm gonna stick her. Uh, I'm gonna stick her where a sundown's down on you. Ooh. This is getting good. And John is going with DDP. 
Oh, my Lord. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> now, this is going to be hilarious right here. Another mixed tag, a mixed triple threat, excuse me, let me, let me rephrase that. Becky Lynch versus Diego versus Mr. McMahon. Gerard, your pig <laughs> Wait, what? Becky versus Diego versus Vince. Oh, there's no chance in hell, Vince McMahon. There you go. Okay, MLB. Vince McMahon. KG? The Irish last kicker, of course. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and John. John, this time John's going with JD. He's saying Becky Lynch, too. Oh, my Lord. She's got a date with that uh, Harley Quinn, the Loch Ness monster, Alexa Bliss, in two weeks in Glasgow. Oh, that's all, that'll be good. All right, we got three legends here, guys, in the triple threat. Big Boss Man versus Diesel versus Mr. Perfect. Your order Motherfucker. Oh, wait, what? Mr. Perfect versus Diesel versus who? The Boss the Man. The Big Boss Man. Oh, Dodge. shit. I'm going Big Daddy Cool. Okay. MLD. Uh, oh. I, I, Mr. Perfect, I'm sorry. JD? And dare I say it, I will agree with Michelle. Everything is perfect, shall we say. I know that this was not a favorite WrestleMania among our crowd here, but I saw his match with the narcissist Lex Luger at WrestleMania 9, and that was pretty pretty good, my personal opinion. Uh, but not one of his best. It was probably a better match of that WrestleMania. Well, I'm saying the boss man, which... As y'all notice, every single time I come on Raw Radio, he plays his thing for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he did yesterday, I know. <laughs> yeah, he did. Now, I was, I was playing, I was coming in, with, I was playing Buff, Buff Bagwell's thing. Buff. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I did remember <laughs> that. I you kind of vaguely heard that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why you heard Buff. That's why you heard someone say Buff and not didn't say hear my name. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, that's, that's, that's another story for later. Okay, here we go here. Next one here. Another mixed uh, triple threat. Big Cass versus Dolph Ziggler versus Naomi. Uh, or your pick. The show off. Okay. Uh, the show. Damn it. I like all three. Um, Dolph. Oh, Dolph and JD. Naomi. Oh. And John's going with Dolph. Oh. Man, y'all go, y'all go, go with the ladies. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. I, 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 John's JD and everybody's going with the ladies here over some of the guys here. Unbelievable. Okay. I'm not ashamed that I'm a tip man tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy shit. My goodness. Okay, here we go. Another mixed triple threat. E.E. versus Dusty Rhodes versus Natalia. 
Who was the last person you said? Big E versus Dustin Dusty Rhodes, if you will, versus Natalia. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Okay. Uh, Michelle. American Dream. Yes. Uh, JD. The man, the man from Texas, however, the old plumber's son that came out of the ditch at eight years old and became so sweet, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, not bad, JD. Not bad. Uh, all, all, all you missing is the polka dots. <laughs> you haven't made. Yeah, we're coming oh. hard times from her next up. I'm taking a drink. Oh. Yeah. 30 years. That's hard time. <laughs> Um, and John says Dusty Rhodes as well. I kind of noticed I was watching WrestleMania 6 on DVD, uh, and I was watching that the first mixed tag. Of course, obviously, everyone knows, everyone here knows who was involved in that match. Uh, they did not play Dusty Rhodes' theme like we all remember it. They played something else and over it. Hmm. Well, I just because, got the box. I got the box at six or ten. I'll have to check it out. Well, what I got was I got the entire anthology that goes up to number twenty-two, I think. Yeah, um, I have the first two uh, five, well, first uh, five on one uh, set, uh, five disc set, and then six or ten on another one. So yeah, I know which yeah. one you're talking about. Yeah, the same one. Yeah, you yeah. I, well, yeah. Well, I have like I said the whole set here too. So okay. I have a question. Uh, yes, ma'am. Did Chad? Did you, JD, or John? Because I know Gerard saw it. Did, did y'all get to see Cody Rhodes' speech on TNA last week yet? I watched it on I was, my phone this afternoon. Yeah, I thought I saw it this afternoon when I got home from work. I caught it. Yeah. I mean, the look. Let me tell you, that was freaking amazing, amazing speech he did. Yep, best promo of the year. One of the best promos I've heard in a long time. I agree. I'll have to definitely look at that. Uh, I'll definitely thank you for reminding me about that. I'll definitely have to take a look at that. Uh, John, did, did you have to look at the TNA page tomorrow? Oh, good. I'll, I'll, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'm going to look at that tonight. Thank you very much, Michelle. Thank you. John, did you happen to look at that, Michelle was referring to? Let me ask him before we go to the next match up here. I, I like how he said, I'm the Brandy Rhodes thrilling. That's how he started out. Yes. That was awesome. He's a black. He said, I'm the Brandy Rhodes thrilling. The Brandy Rhodes villain? No, thrilling. 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 Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, Josh, asked him, do you, do you know who Cody Rhodes really is? And he gives this big law. It's really good. Right. Ooh, I'll have to tell you at that. Thank you very much, Michelle. And John said he hadn't seen it either, but it's on the TNA US page. Michelle, I'll, I'll post it tomorrow. Okay, okay. <clears throat> but definitely check that out. Well, thank you very much, here, Michelle. And uh, give you an update real quick, guys. It is three nothing Cleveland in the seventh, but the Cubs have the bases loaded right now. Okay, thank you very much, there, uh, GD. Uh, next up here, oh, this all be a blowout. <laughs> uh, and Gerard, get ready to get ready for this one. Big show. Versus Earthquake versus Neville. Gerard, oh, sh- I'm going Earthquake. Okay. Uh, Michelle. 
Oh, man. I have to say Neville. He's the underdog in this. JD. I'm going to say Neville, too. I'm going to agree with Michelle. I think he can pull off a red arrow. Make some big dudes splash. Yeah, I can. That's a okay. lot of splashing to do. Yep, John was John is saying big show. Okay. Uh. Okay, Michelle, get ready to get ready to listen very very carefully. Oh, Your God. next is a mixed triple threat. It will consist of Billy Gunn. Versus Edge versus Nia Jax. Jamar, <laughs> your pick. Oh man. Oh. Uh, damn. Uh. Okay, Ron Simmons. I want. This is hard. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For MLD, I'll pick Billy Gunn, and if you don't like it, I got two words for ya. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, your thoughts, please. Uh, it, Well, I mean, it's tough because Edge is in there, but Billy Gunn. Okay, J.D.? Sorry there, guys. I'm going to have to be a party crasher in this case. I'm bringing someone with me, and her name is Nia the Destroyer Jax. Whoa! Okay. You're fired, J.D. <laughs> <laughs> and John says Edge. So. John, you're okay. fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. This next one is going to be interesting because... Two of the three competitors are female. This is going to be a interesting mixed triple threat. Okay. This one will pit. Yeah. Bo Dallas versus <laughs> Emma versus Nikki Bella. Gerard, your pick. <laughs> Nikki Bella. MLD. Oh, Nikki Bella. AD. The Queen of Queens, Nikki Bella, of course. And John says Nikki as well. Okay. Everybody wants to go a little. Blur. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll need a little twin magic for me. Not I. Not I. No, no. You. He is one freaky man. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, next one here. Let me see. Oh yes, yes, yes. Here, here's a. Another mixed, mixed triple threat right here. Booker T versus Enzo Amore versus Paige. Gerard, your oh, pick. God. Holy <sighs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Booker T. Okay, MLD. Damn it. Uh, I have to say Booker T. I have to go with the experience. Uh, JD? Michelle, I have three words. How you doing? <laughs> go with it. <laughs> He's going with Enzo. And John's off the phone with the bookman as well. Okay. 
world tent. <clears throat> Next up here, uh, oh, this ought to be pretty good. Uh, two of the members of the Wyatt family, Braun Strowman and Eric Rowan. Oh, no. And a triple threat here. And the third man is, and y'all going to flip when I tell you this, the third man is Paul Heyman. Enlarge <laughs> your pick, please. Paul Haven, because he's a sneaky bastard. <laughs> MLB. <laughs> Paul e. Heyman, yep. JD? Braun Strowman, sorry, Paul Heyman. You'll be sucking soup through a straw on this day. And John says Paul Heyman as well. Okay. Next up here is another mixed triple threat. It will pit Bray Wyatt versus Eva Marie versus R-Truth. George, your pick. Oh, man. Follow the buzzards. Michelle? Man, damn, that's hard. Um. Oh, man. Bray Wyatt. Damn it. Okay. Amory and R Truth, you're definitely gonna have to follow the buzzards because Bray Wyatt's gonna show no mercy on you. Okay. And John also says Bray. All right. Uh, let me see here. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Shit. Oh. Oh Thank wow, you. he got him. Wow. Sorry about that, but. Chicago leaves the bases loaded. They had a chance to score, and they could not get any runs in on that inning at all. And this is the same thing with Charlie Sheen supposedly throughout the first pitch tonight. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. Well, thank you very much, JD. Uh, here's next one right here. Bret Hart versus Tondango versus Randy Orton. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, this one's uh, a doozy. Uh, Randy Orton. Oh, MLB. Wow. Holy shit, it's going to snow. Um, <laughs> it better not, because it might hear you soon. Uh, Randy Orton. Okay, J.D.? Uh, this is tough, but you know what? I'm going to say if it was Orton and Hart, however, this would be a tough one. But you know what? However, they didn't call him the excellence of execution for nothing. The master of the sharpshooter, the hitman, Bret Hart. Okay. And John also John says RKO as well. Okay. Uh, so next up here it will be. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> this will be we'll pit Brian Pillman versus Fernando versus Randy Savage. Gerard oh. Pitt. What was it again? It is Brian Pillman versus Fernando versus Randy Savage. Oh, shit. 
I'm going to have to go with, oh, yeah, Randy Sapp. <laughs> MLB? Uh, uh, oh, God, that's hard. I'm going to say Brian Tillman. Okay, J.D.? Oh, yeah, the Macho Man's ready to freak out, freak out. The Macho Man is ready to roll. Dig it. Y'all remember, oh, y'all remember the trailer he did for WWE All-Stars a few years ago? Yeah. I found that. I watched that today on YouTube. Nice. He, he was, oh, boy, the big gray beard, man. I tell you, he was something else. Uh, and John also says Randy Savage. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> this is going to be funny. Okay. This next one's going to be through the roof. It will be another mixed, a mixed uh, triple threat. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Okay. It'll, we will pit Brie Bella versus Finn Balor versus Reza Ramon. Oh, and my God. <laughs> Wow, I wonder who I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm clueless. Say hello to the bad guy, Chico. <laughs> there you go. And throw the toothpick in her face. There you go. That's right. That's right. Oh, it's me? It yeah. is. <laughs> You're up. Oh, sorry. Uh... Let's get the Randy Orton again. No. Um, go home. Ramon. JD. Say hello to Lisa Ramon. Oh, Lord, I heard that. Hey, hey, let's all do that at one time. Yo, Chico. Yo, Chico. Say hello to Lisa Ramon. Check my ride, man. I'm gonna have to. I haven't watched. I haven't watched all of it, but I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again. I do have it on DVD, and I haven't watched all of it yet, though. But I will watch it at some point this week. Saw a video of him. Talking hey, has anybody seen um, Seth Rollins really bad Jeff Hardy? Yeah, Rebuild, Yep. Not yet. I might need to get that. It was good. Oh, okay, okay. And John also <laughs> says it's Razor Ramon. Okay. Uh, this next one here ought to be. Uh, first off, it might be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna forgive myself for this, but we'll give this a try anyway. We will pit the British Bulldog versus Goldberg from his WCW days versus Ric Flair. Gerard, your pick. <laughs> Woo! Ric Flair. <laughs> MLD. Goldberg. Okay. JD. Base mount never closes, however. It stays open 24-7 with a bunch of the limousine buying, kissed you, wheeling, dealing, jet flying, son of a gun at the helm. There you go. And John also says Ric Flair as well. And I start off also, 
Did I tell you all the story that he actually came out with two scratch-off lottery tickets down here in North Carolina? Yeah. The commercials were great. You got to go back on YouTube and find them. They're great. Awesome. They're great. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're cool. Uh, the next one here. Uh, hmm, hmm. This is going to blow y'all's mind. Okay. <clears throat> Part of this is the match we talked about that's possibly going to happen up here in Survivor Series here pretty soon. So take a listen very carefully. Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg from WWE versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, shit. You had me at Brock, but I got to go with Ravishing Rick Rude. And, of course, the answer to the the thing I always said, Gerard, it pays to be what? Rude always. uh, MLD, your pick, please. Brock Edward Lesnar. <laughs> JD. The Beast Dragon Slayer, the master of MMA, the master of the USC, Mr. Lesnar. And John says Brock as well. And the head mayor of Suplex City. <laughs> and I own the key to that bitch. I know you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, you're the king, you're the queen of it, Michelle. <laughs> That's it. Next one up here, guys. Bubba Ray Dudley versus Goldust versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Gerard, your pick. Bubba Ray Dudley. MLD. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. The dragon. Oh, and John, your pick. John says Bubba Ray. All right. Uh, Next one up here. Ooh, okay. Buddy Murphy versus Heath Slater versus Rikishi. Oh. The one man band, baby. <laughs> MLD. <laughs> He's later. Okay, JD. Buddy Murphy. Oh. John also says he's Slater. Okay. Uh next one up here. Uh Bushwalker Butch versus Hideo Hitami. Versus the road dog. Gerard, your pick. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. (laughs) Uh, Michelle, your thoughts here? Oh, road dog. It's me. It's me. It's that D-O-double-G. The road dog. (laughs) And John, do you say... Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm about to the road dog. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, and here's the other oh, dishwasher. Wait. God doesn't know anything about Roman Reigns. We proved that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I know how to do it. Okay, next one up here. Next up here will be Bushwhacker Luke versus Jack Swagger versus Roman Reigns. Gerard <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. We the people, Jack Swagger. Okay, MLD. Damn right, y'all Americans. The freaking, yeah, Jack Swagger. Okay, JD. All right, Swagger, Roman, and who? Swagger, Luke. Uh, I'm going to rain on your parade, Michelle. Sorry, it's going to be Roman. What? Oh, Lord, are you doing <laughs> And John, you should... Believe that. <laughs> I don't believe shit. I know Jack Swagger can beat him. Yeah. John, the match is... Uh, I don't think John... Grizzly Adams had a beard. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, John, the match is Bushwhacker Luke versus Jack Spiker versus Roman Reigns. He says, Roman, I'm coming to this phone. <laughs> <laughs> Rain on me. Don, is that what you're saying? Uh, Is that what you're locking in there, bud? Is that what you're saying? (sighs) Okay. Well, guys, he, he, he flipped one on us. He's saying Jack Swagger. Traitor. <laughs> I'm just reading what the man said. Okay. Next one up here is Carmella versus oh, Jake Roberts versus Rusev. <laughs> Your thoughts, George? Jake the Snake Roberts. MLD? I agree. JD? <clears throat> Welcome to the Snake Pit. Enter if you dare. Oh, God is saying Rusev. Traitor. And may he he wrap that snake around Carmelo, that bitch's neck. Oh, I know. That's what she did tonight. I saw it. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll do this. We'll do, let's see. We'll do it this way right here. Next one up here will be, yeah, let's do it that way. JBL. Versus Jay Uso versus Sami Zayn. Your thoughts, George? The wrestling god, JBL. Michelle? Did you say Jay Uso in that? Yes, I did. You? Um, JBL. <laughs> okay, JD. Uh, as much as I like JBL, I must say it. Ole, ole, ole. Thank you. And Don agrees with you. He also says Okay. Can I say something speaking of Sammy Zane? Yes. 
um, that they're pulling him from the Raw roster and moving him to SmackDown. Hmm? What? Yeah. Yep. They're pulling him from Raw and taking him to SmackDown. What's Raw going to get in return, though? I don't know yet. Haven't said. <clears throat> hmm. Wow, already a switch. Draft is not draft ended. Maybe what? it'll be John Cena. Three months ago, maybe? I don't know. Oh, man. That's the good news is John Cena's not coming back until January. Well, more reason for him to go to Raw. <laughs> what do you think they'll do with him maybe at the Rumble? What, Cena? Yeah. Not entering? Mm. I don't know if anyone's seen this 2K17 video or not on YouTube, but I saw this. You know, we've been talking about, you know, John Cena as a heel and all that. But did you just happen to see someone put together this video as if John Cena joined the authority? Yes. Heard about oh. it. Oh, man. Oh, oh, and this guy's the end of it. I don't want to say at the end of it. You got John Cena beating Kevin Owens to win the Universal Cup. Uh. It's my darker version of of Cena's actual theme song now. I did hear something. Sorry, Chad. I was going to say, I did hear, and I mentioned earlier tonight in the news, Michelle, earlier when you weren't on, and Gerard, I were doing the news, that uh, Owen says he would love to face Lesnar at WrestleMania for the Universal title. <laughs> I even chuckled too. I had a big laugh myself at it. Uh, is he stupid? Is, is, does he have a death wish? Apparently. Like, I mean, I know Owens is a big dude. He can move and shit like that, but that don't make shit. That's huh. moving pray, pray for Lesnar. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> anyway, here's the next one up here, guys. We'll go out in a little bit of overtime right here, right fast. Uh, here's another mixed triple threat. Samoa Joe versus Sasha Banks versus Scott Dawson. Gerard, your pick. Scott Dawson. Okay, uh, Michelle. Scott Dawson. Okay, JD. The boss, Sasha Banks. Oh, John, you say? Samoa Joe versus Bank on it. versus Scott. John also says Sasha. Oh, okay. Oh, John. Uh, okay, next one up here. Seth Rollins versus Shane oh. McMahon versus Shawn Michaels. Gerard, oh, my <laughs> God. Damn. Yeah. That's uh, Seth fucking Rollins. Okay, MLD. <coughs> Damn. <coughs> Seth Rollins, yes. Seth okay. Rollins. Okay, uh, JD. Uh, two of the three are great. But at the end of the night, however, the architect may not have planned this. Sweet. 
Chin Music. Oh, Denny, good. John's also saying Seth Rollins in this as well. This one, this next one ought to be really good. Sheamus versus Nakamura versus Simon Gotch. Gerard, your pick. Sheamus. Okay, MLD. Uh, for the sake and love of my child, sometimes I want to strangle him. I'm going to say Nakamura. Oh, okay, JD. Kinshasa, Shinsei Nakamura. Thank you. Yeah, really. Yeah, and John says Sheamus. In this match, okay. You and Seamus need a tan then, John. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The human jar of many. (laughs) Yeah, basically is what he is. Okay. This one I'll be confident. This is another mixed triple threat. Sin Cara versus Stardust versus Stephanie McMahon. Gerard, your pick. Ow! The Billion Dollar Princess, Stephanie McMahon. Ooh, okay. MLD. Stardust. Okay, JD. It's in the stars. Stardust. (laughs) (laughs) And John is saying draw. Oh, my God. Okay. Here's another mixed uh, triple threat. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Sting. Versus Summer Ray. <laughs> um, well, not Summer Ray. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Stone Cold. Okay. MLD. Sting. Okay. JD. The Stinger. And, John, you say? Summer <laughs> Actually, he's doing his Jim Ross impression. He's saying, so cold, so cold, so cold, so cold. That's the best way I can do it. I mean, uh, okay. Next one up here, uh, another mixed triple threat. Tamina versus Tatsumi Fujinami versus The Miz. Gerard. <gasps> That's easy for me and Gerard. The Miz. MLD. The Miz. JD. Please, you guys both taking the Wiz. Tatsumi Fujinami, the young dragon. And John, <laughs> John you your pick, please. John's also going with Fujinami. Uh oh. Toss up time. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Next one up here. Uh, Titus O'Neil. I'm sorry. The Rock versus Titus O'Neil oh. versus Triple H. Gerard, you're <laughs> wrong. Wow. I wonder who I'll pick. Fuck. This is a surprise. <laughs> the game. Triple H. Yes. Uh, MLD. 
I about forgot your name there. Sorry about that. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Hunter Hurst Helmsley. <clears throat> JD? The Rock's going to check both Titus and Triple H into the SmackDown Hotel and show whose brand it is. Whoa! Really, JD? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? And you know John's going to say the Croc piece of shit, too, although he won't pick Roman Reigns. What the hell? Uh, and, and Michelle, you would be you would be correct. He did say the Rock. God, what is what? Why do people like the Rock? I don't get it. I don't understand it. Okay, and this is the final mixed triple threat, guys. The final one here: Chris Stratus versus Tyler Breeze uh-huh. versus Typhoon Gerard. Oh. Satisfaction guaranteed to show her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> there would never be a typhoon once. A- okay, never mind. Uh, MLB. <laughs> um, Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. Okay. Oh, uh, JD? The gorgeous one, Tyler Breeze. And John is going with Trish. Okay. Next one here, let's see, let's see, uh, yes. <clears throat> the next one here will be another uh, regular triple threat. I'm, I'm, yeah, there you go, okay. It will pit Tyson Kidd versus the Ultimate Warrior versus the Undertaker. You're all oh, your pick. Well, we know who John's going to pick, so... Ultimate Warrior Undertaker, who was the last one? Tyson Kidd. I'm going to have to go with the Undertaker. Okay. Uh, MLD? Uh-oh. Um, the Ultimate Warrior. <clears throat> JD? The Dead Man. Okay. Uh, John? We don't even need to know who you're going to choose. No. <laughs> you say the other thing? He picked the phenom. Yes, he did. Okay, let's see here. All right, since there's five guys left, I'm going to do a fatal five-way with the last five guys I've got. So y'all think very carefully when I say these names. We will pit Vader versus Victor of the Ascension versus Wesley Blake versus Xavier Woods versus Zack Ryder. Oh, damn it. It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. <laughs> MLB. <laughs> Uh, that's tough. I'm going to say Zack Ryder. Okay, JD. Vader. Mm-hmm. And John says Vader's going to eat everyone up. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. How many? How many did? Uh, how many did um, Michelle miss before she? Uh, so she missed one, two, three, four, five. If y'all don't mind, let's write fast 
and this is just for Michelle. Bottom mm-hmm. let me let her get these seven in before we end this. Okay? That's fine. I got to hear her thoughts about this because uh, everybody else did the first seven right here. Okay, Michelle, listen very carefully here. Um, Aiden English versus Cesaro versus Jim Neidhart. Cesaro. Okay. AJ Styles versus Chad Gable versus Jimmy Uso. Well, it's not the Uso. Um, that's tough. Uh, AJ Styles. <laughs> okay. All right. The first mixed tag here, mixed uh, triple threat, excuse me. Del Rio versus Charlotte versus John Cena. John Cena. Oh, okay. This another mixed triple threat. Alexa Bliss versus Y2J versus Kalisto. Uh, Y2J. Sparkle Crotch. <laughs> All right, another one here that is said that was, yeah. Alicia Fox versus Christian versus the Demon Kane. The Demon Kane? Demon Kane. Oh, what you yes. said? I made sure you didn't say the oh the, the Demon Kane or the Demon King, Finn Balor. No, Kane. Kane. Oh, Kane. Christian. Same Christian. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, I didn't do this one. She didn't do this one. Alundra Blaze versus Curtis Axel versus KO. Oh fuck. Um, oh, shit. K.O. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Um, okay, one more, Michelle, and then we'll call it a night. Um, I think you came in right when we did this one, I believe, I think. Um, Andre the Giant versus Devon Dudley versus Kofi Kingston. Kofi. Okay, okay. And I think, because Gerard answered this in, in in your honor, of course, Apollo Crews, Dana Brooke, and Connor, obviously you would go with... Old, big, sexy-ass Connor. Hell yeah. There you go. Okay. All right there, guys. On that note, uh, this I want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode 237 of Revolution. Uh, <clears throat> of course, be sure to join us tomorrow night for our Triple Threat Wednesday. Of course, Outside the Ropes, Rest in Debate, and another episode of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. And to take us out here for the evening, let us turn to our own King NWO. Take us home, my man. Take us home. This has been another episodic episode of WCW Revolution. The players in the game, the people chatted tonight are as following. Chad, the boss, Hinshaw. The first lady of WCW as wrestling, the classy lady, MLD. JD, the Iceman. John, the human suplex machine. And last but not least, King NWO GTS. Have a good night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. 
and see you in the ring. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.